Thanks to our Patreon supporters, Claire G, Jacqueline M, Matt J, Nathan E, Paul and Sandy J, and Big Time Jim. Want to get your name read at the front of all of our episodes and help support the podcast? Go to patreon.com slash whatremember. It's as easy as signing up with an email address and a credit card or your PayPal. Sign up for a monthly contribution to get access to exclusive content you can't get on our normal feed and help support our show. Thanks. Don't even say that we got new microphones. Let people tell us, hey, you sound a little different. Hey, these microphones sound really good. <laughs> Do you guys change the microphones? And we'll be Rockin like... Rockin' in a free world. <laughs> Is that what we'll tell them? Yeah. Is that, was it Bruce or Bob? <laughs> Rockin' in the free world? That's uh, Neil... <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson wrote that song? Neil, uh, what's, what's his name? Young? Neil Young. DeGrasse Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Young, DeGrasse Tyson. Armstrong. Armstrong. DeGrasse High School. Neil Young. Wait, we'll get this. Neil Young, Young DeGrasse, DeGrasse High School. High School. Tyson Chicken Wings. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Bradley Jones. I'm Andrew Moldenhauer. And this is a movie podcast where we try to remember a film we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This is what we remember about Joe's apartment. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we killed. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. There's a lot of cockroaches in this movie. <laughs> kind of a part two from our election. Yeah. Uh, movie. Well, because, right. Well, I don't know if there's any other MTV. MTV movies in between there, but Joe's Apartment is the first MTV movie. Yeah. 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 They were like, let's start doing it. Who uh, stars in this movie, Andy? Oh, what is his name? <laughs> what is his uh, Jessica this remain, guy. remain stay mo- stay oh, yep. husband. His hus- her husband. Yeah. Yeah. What's his Her husband. Romaine Stamos's husband's name is Jennifer Connolly. John Connolly. John. Hold on, I, I now I screwed it up because I was making a joke. Uh, Jessica Connolly. Uh, Jenna, Jennifer Co- Connolly. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connolly. There we go. Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's okay. You got me there. I saw Jerry O'Connell as a kiddo. One of my favorite television shows called. Um. Oh, Your favorite, boy. Brad? Oh, you can't no. remember the name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's called My Secret Identity. I have never heard of this. Okay, so there was a television show. He had superpowers because he drank like a formula from his crazy kooky doctor's laboratory. Breast milk? And... <laughs> you didn't even want to acknowledge that. I don't want to acknowledge that. He said formula. I was thinking, <laughs> baby. I, what was it? What, how old is he in this? Uh, like, is this like him as a kid? Thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
don't remember the professor's name is Dr. Jeff Coat. I thought that was a cool name. Dr. Jeff Coat? Mm-hmm. What, what kind of coat was he wearing? <laughs> I think his last name was just Jeff Coat. It was like the full last name yeah. was Jeff Coat. Yeah, Jeff Coat. Stephen <laughs> Jeff Coat. <laughs> and he could fly and he had superpowers and it was he was like Alex Mack, but for like a boy and a kid and stuff. It was fun. Uh-huh. And then he probably did some other movies. Stand by me. Yeah, well he was yeah. Eighty four. So mm-hmm. he must have been younger. He must have done yeah. that TV show after. And I think this might be his breakout movie. Yeah, he, I mean, as he like broke a teenager out, or an, or then, an adult like, style. Did Jerry O'Connell really have that much of a career? Ooh, don't let me hear you say that in front of him. Well, he's not here. Oh, okay, he's here. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he got a hot wife. So who's to you hey, know? Well, you know, who's to say? <laughs> Tom Cat. That was me a film people told me about. Stamos, you once? Oh yeah, it was the second. O'Connell me twice. He got, he got, he got, he got some. <laughs> Stamos me once. O'Connell me twice. <laughs> he got some Stamos seconds, some sloppy Stamos. Wait, yeah, he was in. What was it called? Tomcats. Tomcats. Uh huh. Is that? Do people know that Ve- we don't Vegas? know a lot about Vegas? Joe's apartment based on the fact that we're beating around the bush and talking about it? Well, we got to beat around. Don't let some anyone kind know. Of shrubbery. <laughs> There's shrubbery in the movie. Is I've seen at so, the end okay, that I well, he lives in a disgusting apartment. Well, he thinks it's awesome because he's never been to New York before. I think he, oh, moves he moved to New York. New, yeah. In the 90s. And he's like a kid from a small town. I think he even grew up on a farm. He's kind of like a, a, a doof, right? Yeah. He's well, kind of doofy. He's um, gullible. Yeah. He's okay. affable. He's easygoing. Mm. And he just takes things in stride. Mm hmm. Always looks on the bright side. Yeah, which I guess makes sense why he would friend a bunch of talking cockroaches. Yeah. So, I think he says bye to his mommy and his daddy. Uh-huh. Hops on a buskies. Goes to New York. Yep. And the whole movie is very stylized. If you guys haven't seen Joe's apartment, it's like super high contrast colors. There's a lot of zooms. There's a lot of crash zooms. There's a lot of things moving around. This is a... Um... It's a lot of slapstick comedy. It's, there's, there's some weird things happening here. First of all, like, sure, MTV would make this movie. You, that doesn't seem unrealistic. But it's a movie about a guy who's friends with a bunch of cockroaches. Mm-hmm. That's kind of strange. Number f- two, for a, the first movie you're ever doing in the 1996 or 7, whenever this came out, it's kind of also, it's a lot of money to spend to have an, these, like, CG cockroaches that talk. That's... That sounds like an endeavor. I think there's a lot of animatronic cockroaches as well. There might be. And there's a ton of rubber cockroaches, for sure. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... And there's some stop-motion cockroaches. I think we, get, we run the gamut of all the things we can do with these cockroaches. Okay, so there's all... Yeah. There's all sorts they use of all kinds, kinds of effects, practical yeah. and computerized. Mm-hmm. I, I am struggling to know what happens in this movie. So there's going to be a girl. Yes. There's a girl, for sure. Yes. I don't know and he tries to bring her over to his apartment at some point. Yeah, there's a whole scene. We'll get to that scene. Okay. <laughs> so he first moves to this place. It's the only apartment he can afford. It's like super cheap. Like nobody lives there. There's crack dealers on the porch. There's probably pimps because pimps were a thing in the 90s. Sure. And he goes into this apartment that's got like, it's just awful. It's a it's a terrible apartment. It's got leaky ceilings, paints dripping off the wall. Yeah, wallpapers peeling. The whole thing is just gross to look at. There's always, like, muck or goo on the wall. Yeah. I'm sure he, like, flushes the toilet and the shower comes on or something like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> some ridiculous thing. Uh, yeah, there is definitely a moment like that. I don't... Maybe the girl is living in that apartment, but maybe she isn't. I'm not quite sure. Like, she lives across the hall? 
pasta. She would also be in a disgusting apartment complex. I know though. there's like a scummy landlord guy with hairy shoulders. Because that, that's definitely like a thing. He's like a balding guy. He's maybe eating like a bratwurst or a sandwich, like a hoagie yeah. and like a meatball. Spills onto his shirt and just doesn't Kinda care. Kind of Joe Pesci like <laughs> like in The Super. You ever yeah. seen The Super? I have seen The Super. Yeah. 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 I only caught it movie. on uh, Comedy Central. What was the Mel Brooks one where he was a, a landlord as well? Uh, high Stakes or something like that? High High Towers? It was or like a, was it wasn't it even like a real comedy film. To be or not to be? Maybe. I have that, no idea. Yeah, he's, that's he's a like, serious. He movie like loses he his he loses a bunch of money and has to live in his own apartment or something like that. Um that could yeah, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the setup is. Apartment for. movies. Come on. The apartment? <laughs> I haven't seen a good apartment. The apartment movie. is really good. That's a yeah. solid, like classic American film. Oof. Oh, seriously. So Billy is Joe's Wilder. apartment. I think Joe's apartment probably it's has got, like, something. Shelley in... Long, it has uh, to it. Jack uh, Lemon. Jack Lemon. It's so good. I think Walter Matthau is also in that. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It's a nice film. <laughs> it's Seriously. a pleasant, guys. It is. It's super it's nice. It's night, unlike Joe's apartment. Which is so disgusting. So there's a moment, I think, where he is going to kill a cockroach. Like, he sees one, but then he doesn't. He saves it and, like, throws it out a window or just, like, puts it back or something like that. And then all the other little cockroaches are like, hey, what's going on with this guy? Why didn't he... Joe's kind of a good guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's one that's like talking mm-hmm. like a New Yorker, like has a New York. Billy accent. West is the main cockroach in this movie. Billy West from Futurama. He does Fry's voice. Oh. He does the dog in. Um, he does Jake in Adventure Time. Okay. Huge. Uh, Just a voice actor. Huge. Yeah. Career. This this guy with the voice acting. Yeah. And he does he does most most of the cockroaches. Maybe there's some others too. And I think Joe is like a slob. So the cockroaches are like, we like this guy. Yeah, he's kind of like us. <laughs> he's he's not so bad. <laughs> this is the greasiest, ugliest bug I've ever seen in my life. Well, I guess if you live in a kind of mm. disgusting place, well, who cares about keeping it yes. up, right? But I think he does try to like fancy the place up. He like pulls a couch in off the street. That's a whole thing. Brings in more cockroaches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cross-pollinating mm. cockroaches. And we just get to see a day in the life of Joe, where he's like taking a shower and there are like, the cockroaches are in there. like They're like showering with him. Or like some like watery goo like comes out of the tap, you know, like... Old showers, like wood, like the pipes haven't been turned on in ages. Yeah. Just a gross old apartment. They just apartment. like bust. They bust right open. Mm-hmm. Bust and makes them feel good. <laughs> <laughs> His kitchen probably is, is real nasty. I bet he's always doing takeout. I bet he's always going Eating to get Chinese, like, Chinese, Chinese takeout. Chinese, I'm a box sure of Chinese food is like be... the thing that happens in movies. You live in, in an apartment. Movies. Yeah. Watch, yeah, it's watch all about any like, the New York. life of convenience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> watch any episode of Law and Order. Watch any movie in the '90s set in New York. They're eating out of Chinese boxes. Chinese takeout boxes. That's the Which thing. you don't get those very much these days, unless you're like ordering. Um, they come in like cartons. Like the specialty. When I get them. Yeah, it's like, oh, I just want the General Tso's chicken. Or just want the low. Right. Just want chow the mein would probably be a mein. thing, or a low mein would probably be one that comes and in. And then one. I just want white rice or but fried rice. It looks good visually. That's like yeah. a thing. Someone like a pit like, oh, I, I, yeah. pair Take of chopsticks eating some food out of a thing. Mm-hmm. And Joe, I think he tries to get a job. I'm pretty sure he has to find a job. And I think he works in like an office or some like crappy job, but he's like really excited about it. 
Does maybe he meets the girl through the job? Could be. Maybe. I don't really know. The girl I know is like a super environmentalist lady who is trying the whole so the whole premise sort of well, there's not really a premise. But yeah. the kind of the end goal is that the apartment complex is gonna get torn down or destroyed. And the whole like kind of city like block is gonna just get demolished. Oh Jesus. Yeah. There might even be like a slick eighties mogul. De- retail developer. like, I'm trying person. to build a country yeah. club here. <laughs> this goddamn Joe in this apartment screwing it up. He's smoking a big fat cigar. Or maybe like the city's trying to shut it down or something like that. Yeah, but like they're trying to, she's trying to maintain the beauty of the city. And she even like sets up this nice park and tries to make everything good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember any of that. Well, I can. Well, Who's the girl? Mm, it's someone who. Wants to look like Jory Lauren Adams because that was yeah, you casting okay. that role in the nineties. Yeah, uh, Callista Flockhart, look looking girl. Yeah, mm. maybe not her, but no, yeah. no, no. It's a blonde girl. It's a cute. Is what we're saying, cute little blonde girl. Yeah, and she was. She's a babe. She's a nineties babe. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Damn. I think this also has music in it. I have to believe. Like, yeah, it's MTV. gotta have some like rock and yeah. jams. What's like uh, Limp Biscuit? Ooh, I was gonna say <laughs> rock and jams. I was gonna say like Seven Mary Three, but I don't know what that band is. What is that? You just <laughs> I don't made know. up a number. No, that's a band. And added a person's name. <laughs> that's to a it. real band. No, it's not. <laughs> I want sex and candy. Marcy yeah. Playground. I know that one. Maybe that's in there? I don't know. That doesn't seem appropriate. I think also the cockroaches have little comedy bits. They even like sing and stuff. Oh, yeah. There's like show tunes or something. Mm -hmm. Like kind of. MTV show tunes. Yes. And they talk to Joe. Well, they clean up his apartment at one point, don't they? They Because he has a date and mm -hmm. then he's like, guys, I want this date to go well. And they literally like clean the entire apartment for him. And I think they like help prepare the food, which is totally unsafe. I bet it's good food, though. I bet oh, I bet. Eat. I bet, like, one, like, falls in on accident, and, like, Joe, like... The, the, Scoops the, about. No, the, no, the girl's about to take, like, a spoonful. Oh, yeah. And it's got a cockroach in it, and Joe sees it at the last second. Yeah. Or maybe she, maybe he doesn't, It's like, honey, I shrunk it. the kids Ooh. when he almost eats the cereal at the end. But I think she might even eat the cockroach. Ooh. Ooh, I think mine has a bone in it. <laughs> no, no she's not eating a cockroach <laughs> in this movie. Might. You think a person's eating a cockroach in this movie? <laughs> I mean, what else the are you going to do The female character of your film is going to eat a cockroach? <laughs> Hey. hey, I don't remember. Who Whatever knows? Float your boat. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe the super ate a cockroach. That's, like, a, weird, like, that's a fun sentence. The super ate a cockroach? Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a, a band, like an MTV band that would have been. The super ate a cockroach. <laughs> All the cockroaches are hiding in a light fixture. Yeah. Did you call them cockroaches? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. <laughs> and and, and uh, the, it breaks. And the cockroaches go like all over the place. They, I think Joe's like about to make a sweet move, go in for the kiss, and then the light just breaks and cockroaches everywhere. Yeah. Well, I bet too. Like he's bringing her into a, his apartment. And he's opening the door just as all the cockroaches are scurrying away into all like the crevices and cracks mm. in the apartment. <laughs> I'm kind of excited to watch this movie. <laughs> we have no idea what the plot is about yet, except for like maybe the apartment's gonna get destroyed. 
yeah, I think that's the whole goal is like the neighborhood, which makes sense because the show's called Joe or the movie's called Joe's Apartment, so it's gotta have something to do with the apartment itself. I had this movie on DVD. I remember it was in one of the dumb clip case DVD boxes, and it's just like remember Joe, what the DVD cover looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Joe and the girl behind him, and, and it's he's like opening a the big door. open door. Yep, and, and it's like the big from, cockroach. It's like from down point of view, like <laughs> yeah. looking up at Joe, and then in green, <laughs> like oozy looking titles, it says Joe's Apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's. I rented this movie three mm. times in a row at Blockbuster. (laughs) I remember because I was like, "This is good. This is good filmmaking." (laughs) I can learn from this movie. Oh my god, this movie has themes, point of view shots. (laughs) What? (laughs) So Joe gets upset with the cockroaches Uh and and wants some gone. You're evicted. Yeah, yeah, gone. Yeah, gone. Cockroaches. Yeah. This is the last stand. You ruined my date. Oh. And the cockroach is like, no, we didn't mean it. Blah, blah, blah. And the cockroaches and Joe go to war. Oh, they do? In a way, yeah. They fight for supremacy of the apartment. <laughs> I didn't see it going this way. <laughs> yeah. So the, they become the villains? Yes. The cockroaches that we knew to love become the villains of the movie and try to make his life miserable. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Cockroaches. Mm-hmm. The big change is that they eventually find common ground again, and the cockroaches beautify the neighborhood overnight. That's how the movie ends, Andy. Oh, my God. Cute blonde girls, like, got this, like, playground set up, and, like, the like the whole town gets just, like, the cockroaches go to work and just clean up everything, and Joe gets the credit for it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that's nice. That's yeah. nice of them to do that mm-hmm. for Joe. Yeah. But they make his life a living hell. Yeah. Is it kind of like Mouse Hunt? Are they? Is Ooh, he like... I've never seen Mouse Hunt. Oh, well, it's, it's just ca- about a mouse. Did the mouse eventually work house. with uh, Nathan Lane? No, no, no. So I was saying, is it like when you said they go to war? Oh, okay. Are they, is he yes. like destroying his own apartment to try to get rid of I these? I think so. Yeah. I think he like... Pulls a bug bomb and like laughs and throws it in there. Oh man. Stuff like that happens, yeah. Well, come on, they're cockroaches. They're gonna survive that. That's kind of their um whole thing. Like we've been around millions of years, Joe. Yeah. You've only been on the world for sixteen years. Oh, I don't know. 20, 25, 20, 23 23 years. years, yeah. We'll be here long after you're gone. Yeah, yeah. God damn you little sons of bitches! Get the hell out of my apartment! Oh, listen to that. Your apartment? I believe we were here first. We'll be here last. Ah. We got a long-time lease on this planet. Roaches will be crawling on the daisy, popping out of the last rotting human corpse. God, you're disgusting. Are you squeamish about insects in general? No. I've never, well, se- I've never seen a cockroach in real life. I don't think. I think, I ha- I think I've seen small ones. It spooked me I've a bit to, if I saw one. I think I was at a client's house and I saw a small one. Like, a, like we're not talking like the men in black giant cockroaches the like one this that, one was the one that eats Tommy Lee Jones that big oh no, well <laughs> yeah that one exactly it's um, a big one yeah yeah mm-hmm. so yes I, I did see one but no I'm not really that squeamish about it mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to live in a house that had cockroaches though yeah you'd want to get rid of them yeah unless they I'm, made you I'm food totally okay with spiders apartment. I think spiders are great I love spiders I don't like spiders uh, get a bad centip- centipedes they're creepy yeah I throw, um, throw it outside though if I saw one I like caterpillars though. Those guys are cute. Oh, caterpillars are great. Mm-hmm. I would I would kill a centipede. I wouldn't kill a spider. Ooh, I'd just watch a centipede down the drain. I'm not There's been a couple it. beetles that I've seen in the house where I'll just scoop it up Ringo? with a piece of paper. Yeah, I'm like your drumming sucks. 
Actually, that's not true. I think he's a fine drummer. Yeah, he's fine. He gets, he's a, bad, fine. He gets a bad rap. Yeah, well, because he's a left-handed drummer playing a right-handed kit, so that's why it's just weird. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah, who cares? Who is he, Hanson? Hanson uh, has well. the same thing. Oom-bop. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's even in this movie. Oom-bop. Getting things back on track. Mountain Dew-bop. Mountain Dew-bop. I'm sure there's got to be commercialism in the movie. He's maybe eating a Domino's pizza. He's maybe drinking Mountain Dew. You got to think MTV. He's got Nike's on. Yeah. Adidas, maybe. Okay. Well, get specific. Fine. Well, okay. What songs would you like there to be in this movie? Alanis Morissette? (laughs) Jagged Little Pill. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it ironic? I'm pretty sure there's a theme song to this film. I could be going off on like a big tangent. Well, no, there's a big... Welcome to Joe's apartment. Yes, I was going to say that. I think it opens with a big musical number (laughs) where all the cockroaches are singing about Joe's apartment. Welcome to Joe's apartment. Yeah, I'm trying to tra- go down. I've never really talked to anybody else about this film. <laughs> maybe it doesn't <laughs> exist. Well, maybe. Maybe we'll go to watch it and be- it'll just be like a memory, a lost memory. Well, I remember seeing it, and I think I might have talked to our buddy Greg about about it, and he's like, oh yeah, I like this movie too, but I have never talked to anybody else about this film before. <laughs> I-, I even wonder like how many people have actually seen this movie. Yeah. You must be like of a certain age and generation to have seen this film. Otherwise, there's no way you're going to watch this movie, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not know. saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, Remains it's a seen, niche but... market that time is is way beyond uh, where we are now. I think people might might have slept on Joe's apartment. It's just, like, gone. Yeah. The world. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of movies are like that. Like, I bet it was, like, they're... made for, like, under a million or something like that, and it made, like, 10 million, 15 million. I was thinking about, like, streaming services and how they don't, like, cater the, to these kind of, like, niche <laughs> films anymore. And they're just gonna be gone. They are going through the sands of time. Yeah. Because, like, no one's gonna want to put Joe's apartment on a streaming, like, Amazon. Or they're gonna go out of the way to pick that up? I don't know. Right, right. Maybe if MTV down the line. now, too, where, like, yeah, that Joe's apartment may have been a movie that was missed at the time. But now there's just so many movies where you're gonna miss just too much. Like, there's so many, like, movies that are just being pumped out there that are just bad, that aren't really for a certain audience. It's just like people want to just spend money on something to add more content to their streaming service, even if it's garbage. Makes me sad. Yeah. It makes movies seem like just like pointless. Yeah, bubblegum. Or, or less important. People aren't going to go three times to a blockbuster to rent a movie, you know, that they like. Yeah. They're not going to tell their friends about it. Hey, this movie, has Joe's Apartment, did you see this movie? It came out, got cockroaches in it, it's got this guy in it. Yep. It's really cool. You guys should sit down and watch it with me. Yeah. And they'll be like... There aren't really many mm-hmm. movies I'd care to see too many times in a row. Like, all the movies that I have seen, like, you know, five to ten times, they're all, like, movies that I caught, like, ten to twenty years later. There's like, even oh, I actually uh, like fewer comedies, too, that I feel like this... Like, I can't think of any comedies in the last, like, 
10 years that I've wanted to like just like devour and rewatch yeah. and dissect. Yeah. But in the 90s and the 2000s, there were definitely a ton of them. Yeah, even Ace before Ventura then, and Cone, yeah. even like Coneheads, a movie like Obscure like that, wanted to see a bunch of times. The Animal, we've talked about maybe doing that movie on the podcast. <laughs> maybe you need to be the like Deuce separated Bigelow. from a film for a certain amount of time. Like Joe's Apartment is now like 30 years old. Isn't that weird to think about? <laughs> maybe that's, that made me feel real old. That's weird. <laughs> it's probably 20, or 20 years. 22 to 23 Wait, yeah. years or something. I bet yeah, it came yeah, out like sorry, 94, 20 years 95. ago. I think it came out 96, 97. Yeah, seems right. Yeah. Whatever. It just came out right before, because Beavis and Butthead should have been their first film, but wasn't? No. It was like a year later. Beavis yeah. and Butthead came out in 97. Okay, so this was probably 96. So this 96. was 96. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead, man, I saw that in the theater. And I was 11. <laughs> Shouldn't have been there. Yeah, no, I know. It was a weird time because my family didn't go to the theater very often. And I remember that was like the one film I remember going to see with my mom, which like never really happened. I'd often get dropped off for like two hours with a friend, like go over to his house. and His mom would just drop us off somewhere and we'd go see a movie. Yeah. I don't know how much that happens anymore. People seem like um, a little more scared to leave their kids in a crowded theater. But (laughs) yeah, I don't know. People just like to live in fear. Yeah. But but, (laughs) like parents wanted to get rid of us and they just dump us on the court. See whatever. Give us. $3 $3 and, you know, we go to the gas station. It was easier in my time. Not so much easier, but it's just different, you know? Yeah. It's just not what you're familiar with. But I want a movie like Joe's Apartment to come out. Yeah. I want this slapsticky goofball comedy. I think the cockroaches are a little bit of sleazeballs, too. I they think they, be. uh... Yeah, come on, Joe. <laughs> and they, they even, like, look down the girl's blouse or something. Like, one has to fall down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's definitely things like that that have to happen. And then she 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 has to know that he has cockroaches in his apartment at some point, right? Yes. That's not that's not going to be kept a secret the entire time, mm. and that has to do something to their relationship. Well, I think they ultimately become, and she moves in, or they move to a place, and the cockroach. I'm pretty sure the end of the movie has the them cockroaches come with all living in harmony together. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that <laughs> is how it ends. You got to end it in a good place. Mm-hmm. They're all together. <laughs> forever and ever apart trying to think of some anything just trying to think of yeah anything i'm trying to pull out a nugget that but... pulls out uh i can't jerry o'connell's eating a piece of pizza or something he's mm. he gets fired from his job uh cockroaches may- maybe. get fired maybe the cockroaches like jump on him and like you know trojan horse them into work and the cockroaches spread around the the, the place i don't know Maybe like uh, someone comes in to tear down the building and the cockroaches turn. Thwart, like they or all, thwart them? Well, I was going to say they all um, get on top of each other and look like a giant cockroach monster. No, that doesn't happen. Okay, well, I mean, it could. I was just throwing something out. I, I was gonna, there's probably maybe some like mobster dudes who are like, go rough Joe up. Yeah. We'll show this guy who's boss. And the cockroaches, and the cockroaches like come and destroy defend him. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that guy exists. I hope he does. Yeah. I. Oh, God. I want to see this movie really bad now. <laughs> I think it's going to be a fun time. I remember him getting off a bus and that being like an exciting... Like, he doesn't deal with New York very well at all. Like, New or New York is bad to him. Yeah. Well, like, it's, it's but hard he to live in that, like, super busy, fast-paced environment that's mm-hmm. also extremely expensive. Yeah. How do you do it? He's bright-eyed Anytime and Anytime someone says they're moving to New York City, I'm like, how is that possible? Your parents are paying for your apartment. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a coworker that just moved to New York City, or is about to in like a couple days. Uh-huh. 
she has a two-year-old son and like a 17-year-old daughter and her husband won't be starting a job right away but she is and i'm just like how how do you have a family of four and just one income how does that work mm. it freaks me out just thinking about having to move you're having a panic attack I can well, tell. <laughs> <laughs> but joe just took the leap i, I mean i'm, I'm a little game. envious I, I think it's awesome that someone can do that yeah it's scary it is so scary not for me. me yeah i need i need you know, I would have to move somewhere where I know some people. I feel like I'm going to be situated properly. Joe didn't have any of those things. Yeah, well, that's why the cockroaches befriended him. Mm-hmm. They had to. He needed that. Support. He had nobody else. Yeah, because I guess maybe, if you have they'll... no support, you know, having cockroaches as support, that's that's a step up. What? <laughs> he has no support going going into town. Uh-huh. He doesn't know anybody. Okay. So you know. Starting out with some cockroach friends, that's not a bad gig. Okay, Andy. What? Do you know that cockroaches don't really talk? No, I saw Joseph Harkin. <laughs> they, they talked in that movie. Andy, th- this is a movie. I don't know what you're... Brad. <laughs> okay, well... Brad, I feel like... All right. Are you having a... Hold on. Are you having a stroke, Brad? <laughs> We're going to watch... Because these cockroaches talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, join us in part two. We're going to watch Joe's apartment and tell you what we saw. And, uh, what we got right, what wrong. we got right, what we got wrong. I kill it. This new microphones are throwing me off. Yeah, a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> they sound great. Yeah. What do you guys think of these new microphones? Don't answer it. Oh, how you doing, Mrs. Spitalski? <laughs> oh my gosh! Joe, Mrs. Spitalski doesn't have any family. You pose as her son, take her apartment. What? I... I couldn't. Oh my god! Joe! It's your mother! And she's dead! Welcome back to the Urinal Cake Podcast. We watched Joe's apartment. Urinal cakes are in this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Not edible, I found out. Yeah, later, a giant later that day, I went too. to try to eat one. And oh, you did! It tasted, uh, it tasted a little okay. <laughs> it tasted minty. Yeah, it was a little. It wasn't the best. Wasn't was the new? worst. It was new. Please, <laughs> <laughs> don't answer that question. <laughs> I mean, uh, so that's it. That's his job. Yeah, we were trying to figure that out in the beginning. Yeah. And it contradicts his lifestyle, you know, thinking yeah, of like yeah, a urinal yeah, yeah. cake being sanitary and but clean. But also... He's a slob. Yeah, I mean, but he'll reach right in there and grab one out of a urinal. That's also like... Yeah, it's like... He uh, sticks to his gun. <laughs> right. Yeah. The urinal cake business doesn't taint his uh, messy reputation. Is it just get rid of the smell? That's all a cake does, right? Does it? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Ew. Well, <laughs> didn't want to talk well, about welcome to the urinal yeah. cake podcast. 50% of the audience, I'm assuming, <laughs> that was literally true. turned off to whatever those are. Yeah. You don't see my bathrooms that much anymore. Now you got like a netting. You got like a... Or you have those Sloan water-free... How do you, what do you feel about the water-free uh, urinals? They don't. You can't flush them. They're usually broken. When there's usually like no, one, there's like nothing. One that's broken. It's no, all like... it is is just. <laughs> it's just the urinal. There's no like plumbing uh-huh. whatsoever. Wait, where where does the urine go? It's just down a drain. Okay. Yeah, that sounds gross, right? I don't know. I think it's gross. It's it's probably like environmentally friendly. Why are we focusing on? You're getting uncomfortable um, about this talk, aren't you? Not uncomfortable, <laughs> but I'm just really like getting the logistics <laughs> of being a urinal cake salesman and. 2018 yeah. how hard it must be i mean you gotta just yeah if you if you want to do that business you, you're in a dirty job mm-hmm. call mike Rowe. 
Oh, that's a dated reference. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got the uh, the dream gig of putting urinal cakes inside of a baseball stadium. I mean, there's a lot of urinals in that place. Yeah. He's working pretty hard. Okay, he moves to New York. Yeah, we don't see his home life. No. We, he talks, we don't see any of his He's family. writing a letter to his mom. He calls her. Yeah. Yeah, we don't see anything. Yeah, so he's like he's just like a blank slate person. Right. He gets mugged three times. <laughs> right off the bus. Right off of the bus. He's like, Mom, I just arrived in New York, and life is pretty great. And then he gets robbed. He's like, Mom, things are pretty okay here. And then he gets robbed. He's like, Mom, I need some money. Then he gets robbed. Then he gets robbed again. Yeah, so, and then his first problem is that he de- he didn't... He didn't rent an apartment before getting to New no, York. No, he doesn't have a job or a place. He's so just he just arrived to the big city. Mm-hmm. No planning was involved in no. any of this. He probably got a brochure and just <laughs> got on a bus. <laughs> Sunny New York City. Mm-hmm. And he wants to spend like two hundred bucks on an apartment. Yeah, in New York whatcha, in the nineties. What you what you what you what you what you no yeah that's, no oh. what you know. What was the apartment going for in the nineties? Like. A lot more. A lot right? more. A lot more. Probably, probably at least a couple thousand. <laughs> I, I don't know. But if he can find a rent-controlled apartment, yeah, he'll be on easy street. This brings in some questions with the whole <laughs> landlord situation. There's an old lady who lives in an apartment. And who swallowed a fly and then she died. Those, there's two hench bodyguard men who, yeah. are, who are the landlords. Who are apparently, they're, yeah, they're like biker guys and apparently they're also the landlord. They kill her. Oh, they try to kill her. She ends up killing herself. Yeah, oh, they push her down the stairs, and she falls down like 10 flights of stairs. But she wakes up, and she she's up. good. And then she gets yeah. hit by a bus. Yeah. A bus. Gets hit by a bus. She gets hit by a bus, and then Jerry O'Connell <clears throat> pretends that that was his mother? He meets that street artist guy. Yeah. And that street artist guy. That's a weird guy. Yeah, I don't He's like not it. a flushed out character he's at a, all. He's just a mean green man. He's yeah. not good. He's he's putting paint on people. I don't even know people. who he's supposed to represent. He's the artist he like of New York. Of so- yeah, I guess he's Probably just like Andy that. Warhol or something. Yeah. Just like generic out there artist boy. But he's only in like two scenes. He's in a couple scenes. Is he? Yeah, he's like Joe's only friend. Yeah. Not a strong cast. <laughs> no. But I mean, but the, the cockroaches the are The cockroaches. Right. The cockroaches are the best part. There's like three or four cockroach sing-along scenes. There, yeah. It's like, there, there's like a musical number in the toilet. Baby, I got your love. Baby, I got your power. Baby, I'm bound to damn bound wood. I'm gonna take my heart on fire. Wow, I don't remember the Funky song. Funky town, oh. yeah. Town that's got the funk. <laughs> God, so I I just spent the weekend camping and I was singing that song in my head and I kept saying to myself, what is that from? <laughs> it was from the movie I just saw. I forgot that song was in this. It's a catchy tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so he gets a rent-controlled apartment by pretending that he's the son of the old lady that died. Yes. But the landlord is working with Richard Vaughn, who's like an evil 
businessman who wants to put up a state penitentiary. Plus, likes wearing ladies' clothing for some reason. Yeah, that's, that's a, like a it's like a that's just a character thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, trope maybe that never gets brought up. Yeah, like it doesn't really work as a joke. <laughs> no, because it's, it's just like, like he just likes clothes, women's clothes. It's fine. Yeah. It's like it's not a joke. No. It's just a thing that he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> no one references it at all. He just needs, like, another thing for his character, I guess. And yeah, it's that's like, what they chose. he just doesn't want to be caught wearing it, I guess. He just likes wearing ladies' fancy yeah. clothing. Yeah. He's just, he's ashamed of himself. Um, But anyway, so, is he, li- he's actually the landlord, though, I feel like. He they're wor- is. Like the henchmen are working for him? He, yeah, they're working for him. And I think that he doesn't know there's shady business going on. I don't think he knows that the, the landlords are killing people or, like, threatening people to get out. Oh, really? Because he's very friendly and, like, loves... Like, the, the, the girl in the movie is his daughter. Yeah, the, the love interest of Jerry O'Connell. And when she turns a corner saying she wants to make this, like, apartment complex beautiful or whatever, mm-hmm. he's on board with it. There's yeah, no, Yeah, she like, has this, like park restoration plan that she's been working on yeah where her dad is also working on the exact same plan to put a a prison right on top of the same space and they don't realize it until they have a conversation with each other at a restaurant the atrium is just a dry run for my first big project what i'm sorry a project what project i'm starting a community garden in the east village (laughs) oh that's nice whereabouts um east 8th street and avenue b in your old neighborhood oh isn't this great daddy Duncan, I'm building a federal prison on that site. A prison? In the middle of the East Village? Why not? With all the crime and drugs, it's already a prison. Well, not until my 30-day gardening permit expires. And, and by that time, I'll have the whole East Village behind me. Now, if you'll excuse me. I have some mulching to do. You have your your dreams and you don't share it with like the like your individual like close family members. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the rent control situation, he he ends up getting the rent control, but I was just like, why don't the landlords just not accept that as a rent control property any longer? Like, is it up to them? Okay, so or is it up to the government? Like the so when a when someone owns an apartment complex and they accept Section Eight, they're working with the government to subsidize the rent for the tenants, but... Hold on, everyone get out a pen and paper. (laughs) Annie's about to lay some stuff down. We'll give you three seconds. Three, Three, two, two, one. Or go ahead. Uh, Should I go back? No, no, no. Okay, moving forward. So anyway, you have Section 8, and you're working with the government, but that is the the owner's responsibility. They don't have to offer Section 8 if they don't want to. Okay. I don't know anything about rent control. Okay, I thought that I thought you did know about rent control. I don't. Well, I. All right, never, throw that piece of paper away. Yeah, crumble it. Throw it in trash. the trash can. <laughs> swish, dunk it. Yeah. <laughs> Back to square one. <laughs> no, but I'm imagining rent control. I don't think rent control exists. So in anywhere. my brain, from I don't think that's movies thing. and TV shows, when something is rent controlled. It means the price hasn't increased because the person who originally had the property either outright owned it or just had an agreement that they were going to pay $1,000 and that was good for life. Hmm. So they signed a life lease? And for whatever reason, I think you can inherit rent control. I think that's like a thing. At least TV and movies have taught me this. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it happens in the movie, so I imagine it can happen. But they didn't verify any of that? They didn't verify that he was this person's? No. 
I mean, he could have forged all the documents. But he doesn't they... have any documents. He got mugged three times on the way out the bus. Yeah, and he's like, "No, oh, that's my mom." And they're like, "I don't think so." And he's like, "Well, she is." And they're like, "Oh, well, oh wow, we're we're bound by this contract now." Mm-hmm. You didn't verify anything. No. What do you think the lowest apartment is? That's like, what's the lowest rent control apartment you can get in New York City right now? You think? I I don't I don't know. Do you know, I, uh, could, I couldn't even maybe, imagine. Could it be uh, Could it be like a hundred bucks? Seven hundred bucks. Seven hundred bucks. You think? Five hundred bucks. I don't know. I I really don't know. <laughs> Come back in part three. We'll let you know. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the housing side of this podcast. We're gonna go to Mishta. We're gonna go to the uh, mm-hmm. to HUD. We're gonna figure all this stuff out. Wow. We're going to um, meet with some landlords yeah. and uh, do some interviews because that's what this podcast is turning into. We got to check now. for cockroaches, though, too. Oh, yeah, because they might yeah, be yeah. singing. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> they could be trying to disrupt your uh, date. I like that the cockroaches talk through objects. I didn't, we forgot oh, about that's that. So in fun. Part one. It's so like Pee Wee's Playhouse. There'll in be a way. like a tissue on the ground or like a hamburger or like a pot or a pan and it'll just move. There and is, the cockroaches will talk through that item. There was constantly a jar. A mason jar with teeth in it, mm-hmm. in a in a in water, and they were chattering all the time as some of the cockroaches were talking. But I was like, are those cockroaches inside the water? Or yeah, because like he almost drinks it. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. It's kind of like, uh, it, yeah, like I said, it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. There's a lot of props in there. Yeah, it makes it. Uh, we got one CG cockroach that appears like a million times. Yeah, different ways. They they just had to render one good one, you know. Yeah, and they use it for all the other ones in the movie. It looks okay. It they looks do some pretty good. Close ups where it's like in focus and out of focus, and it looks fine for 1994, or six. What was it? 97, 98. Yeah, it looks no, great. No, 96, 96. For, I mean, it looked great. Yeah, money well spent into that cockroach business. Plus, there were some animatronic ones. There were some just plastic ones. Were there real ones? I think there may yeah. have been some real ones. Some like crawling on the on the walls and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So Jerry O'Connell's goal. After he gets a house, is to I mean he like falls in love with this woman, mm-hmm. and he wants to help her on her flower business. Sure. And so his job of being a urinal cake guy, uh huh. He he ends up coming up with some scheme where the urinal cakes help the garden, the garden grow better. Mm-hmm. Like it fertilizes it in some way. I, does urine work like that? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was just manure. It's what plants crave, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm gonna go pee in my bushes right yeah. now and see what happens. Yeah, well, there's got to be, like, what, vitamins and toxins in there? Um, it's probably bad. But the urinal cake bad. themselves seem like they were the key, more than the urine, I guess. At least to me. Cause yeah. Because he, cause he well, said they were fertilizer pellets. Yeah, I thought he was just making that. He might have been making that up just to, like, start a conversation with her. You don't think that those really worked? You don't think? I don't think so. I think okay. he was, like, making it up to start a conversation with her. The cockroaches put one of those big urinal cakes inside of the lake, though, at the end, and it turns it from brown to blue yeah so expl- oh explain yeah, yeah, yeah. that one <laughs> well uh you know with um time lapse <laughs> you can grow a whole garden in five seconds those cockroaches do some work which i, I kind of I, I like when a, you know the idea of that scene developing like that you could see in fast motion as all the garden is like growing in like a matter of just a couple seconds mm-hmm. and all the water's like clear it, it was pretty looking yeah great effects mm-hmm they put some money into this movie, even though it only cost like ten million bucks. Yeah, I, it didn't make money though. No, it, it did, lost. It did money. very bad. Yeah, it's too weird. It's it's but too it's weird. A, it's a start. It's 
It's hard. not a good start. I don't know. It's like it's not kids and it's not for adults. It's kind of for teenagers. Yeah. Like I don't think year olds. I don't think it's really for like women at all. Like there's nothing in there. Yeah. Like, it's just such a small drag market. On to. Just like cruddy dude comedy. But yeah, it also it, has it like is, yeah some, totally. But it has it's, it's like fun gross still. out comedy. But it's not even it's not like that funny. But it's it is fun as yeah. a film. It's just like st- putting a booger on someone's face funny. It's like I'm, <laughs> is that funny? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's like a, yeah, it's gross. But that's what they were going for. Yeah, a little. Kid, it's kind of like MTV's humor. thing, you know. Around this, yeah, a little Ren bit later, Stimpy. they had like Tom Green on on there doing the exact same stuff, if not worse. Yeah. So I guess they were going that way for a while. They wanted to be the alternative comedy network. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it works and it doesn't. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't work in 2018 as much. This movie can't get made now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not crazy funny. It didn't make you a lot of money. I've, kind of a failure, I There's guess. There's just some fun production <laughs> things in this that like I'd like to see in more movies. Yeah. But the guy that directed this, he didn't go on to do anything no, else. So just kind of fell off the world. Yeah. He made like a, the, the, the short... That aired in like '93. That this got picked up off of. Yeah. Although there were some other dates that were controversial, like '92, '93. Like they couldn't quite nail down when the short came out. And but he made another short that we kind of briefly watched. I just think like maybe he didn't have quite the talent that people thought he did mm-hmm. when they gave him all that money. He's kind of like not as good. Rob Schraub, do you know who that is? He did like the Sarah Silverman show. Uh, I never. I actually oh. never watched that. Okay, he does like a lot of stuff with like puppets and animation and crafty looking things kind of like this movie I, th- I think that's fun I, I like that kind of style you use a lot more props michelle gondry if you will yeah well he did yeah he does it right he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. but um this guy not not as much the the short the short did rip right from there were scenes, scenes directly yeah in yeah the movie. like verbatim like right even like setting up the same shot because Joe invites the main girl out to a, a concert because he's in a band, uh-huh. but he's not really he he never practiced with them. This is a bummer. This is like a, a it's a setup by his friend. What's the name of the band? Like poop or shit? Shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> the band's name is Shit. Oh yeah, because he's he's out on New York. This is like so New York in the middle of the night. He's putting up band stickers on the wall of some some apartment building. As his love interest is literally around the other side of the building, putting up flyers about her brand new park that she's about to to uh, to build, and they they end up meeting each other, and he invites her out to see his band shit play. And so he doesn't know how to play drums, but he's the drummer. Mm-hmm. But it was like an art thing. Yeah. It was so like the a art guy, the the friend that we talked about, I put friend in quotation marks. Yeah. Tells him like, oh, you don't have to worry about being a drummer. Like, I, it's fine. It's like just come out and do it. But he starts to drum, and then everybody turns on him. His best friend calls him out on being like, this is what music's come to. This is society for you. Look at it. And Jerry O'Connell just was like doing his buddy a favor. Yeah, and he he became like the butt of the joke. (laughs) He did. (laughs) I'm sorry. There won't be any rock and roll tonight. This is all that's left. <laughs> hey, uh, Walter. This feeble, whipped-out death rattle is all that remains of the rolling thunder of America's heartbeat. He became the butt of the joke. It's a bummer. It yeah. didn't need to happen, though. Mm-mm. It's an art piece. It was another one of those art pieces. But she did go to the show. 
and she ended up feeling bad for him. So it, it kind of worked out, sort of. Yeah. Because she ended up like they go back to his back apartment. To his apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we we kind of cover that in part one. All the stuff that happens in there. Yeah. She gets chased out. Yeah. She gets bugged out. Yeah. She's bugging out. Look, forget about the landlord beating up the cockroaches. Beat up the landlords first. That's where we get introduced to the ability of cockroach speak. Yeah. And Joe and them can talk to each other. Right, right. they're looking out for one another. Yeah, and they pretty much tell them not to come mess with their friend Joe. Yeah. Uh, and then, what do I want to talk about? There was something I was going to get to and I forgot. Oh, just the last art piece that happens in the movie. That artist douchebag guy puts purple paint buckets. Oh, yeah. On top of all the houses in the neighborhood. And Joe, so Joe opens his front door and like he's already like at the lowest of the low and then he's like covered in purple paint yeah he's about to go to a job interview or something like that mm, yeah. he's like dressed in a suit and then purple paint falls on him by his best friend again <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just people in purple paint like walking through the background yeah there's like which a guy is in funny. like green paint or something like yeah but like that guy's just walking by like he didn't even care that it happened like it's a regular occurrence or something mm-hmm. I don't get why. Why is his friend not flushed out more? I don't know. <laughs> why is he not a friend? He's a jerk. Why can't he just be Big an enemy? Jerk. He is kind of an antagonist. There's not really other than he's the like a passive but... antagonist in a way. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Big Lebowski being in this movie? Oh yeah, the Big Lebowski. The is Big in Lebowski's this in this movie. Yeah, because he runs the urinal cake business. Yeah, it's like a year before he he does the Big Lebowski too. I don't know. He, he, is he doing, Do that, doing his a favor for someone? Remember what his character's thing was in this movie? His thing was he went to school with Joe's mom, and he keeps making like, oh yeah, is she still got that hottie patati? <laughs> is she still got? She's the, got those legs. <laughs> is the goose that's loose? Yeah. Does your mom still wear her hair in that sexy way? Does uh, mischief still sparkle in her eye, that minx? <laughs> Mommy still got that saucy swing to her hips? <laughs> Your mommy ever give you a sponge bath? And he's like she, licking his lips and chops. He, and He wants her so bad. And just improvisational takes over and over again talking yeah. about Joe's mama. So his boss only gives him a job because he loves his mom. Mm-hmm. His friend keeps like putting him in all these awkward positions. Right. And then I don't know about the, like and a bunch of feminists yeah. shut the the party down. They they take over the company. The urinal cake company? Yeah. A bunch yeah. of three militant feminists take over the urinal company and shut it down. I don't even remember this now. <laughs> it's been a week and I don't remember this happening. Why do they do that? Because they're just they don't like men and they just... urinals are for men only. So they want to use the urinals? No. They bought the company and they're turning it into something else. Okay. Like a feminine hygiene product company, I bet. Okay. I mean... There's a lot that happens okay. in this movie that just <laughs> okay. like, you just kind of have to just write off. Yeah. I don't get the agenda exactly, mm-hmm. but all right. Shut, shut that urinal cake business down. <laughs> People need urinal cakes. They're just going to find well, them it, somewhere it got else. shut down. I haven't seen a urinal cake since like since 10, 10 years ago. Since 96. Since yeah. those militants took over. Shut that was the down. only urinal cake business. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Big Lebowski's sleeping on the street. He's immediately homeless. He doesn't have any sort of savings or investment. He's yeah, what bankrupt on the street. It's a sad. Can he just state. try to run another business or no, something? Or? He just gives up. He's he gets wheeled out on his chair and he's talking to Joe <laughs> oh, yeah, about yeah. <laughs> the company. Is like and they're wheeling ruined. out that giant urinal cake in the yeah, background. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's right. The days of trickle-down economics are over. I mean, you sell one product, I guess. <laughs> you're not going to make a lot of money off that. Yeah, but overall, as a, as a film, mm-hmm. I think you're right. This only could be made in the 90s. Yeah. and maybe even only sh- for the 90s. Maybe even shouldn't have gotten made. Yeah. Maybe I mean, should, maybe, maybe this could have been an 80s film in a way, but it would totally be different. For all the movies that don't get made and this one got made, I just have to be like, why this one? Why'd you choose this one? This has to be like that slightly post-grunge student was like, I'm going to make a film and this is it what it's going to look like. It had a unique style to yeah. it. It had a lot of fisheye it's lenses. Like Riot Girl a little bit. It's got a lot of 90s things in there. Mm-hmm. They're just pulling right from Crummy that walls experience. And... Yeah. How does it end? Well, it so <laughs> Richard Vaughn is a senator who's like vying for the state penitentiary, but once... All of the cockroaches decide to help Joe out in the end and fix up this this park. Richard Vaughn sees the park and he turns a new leaf and he's like, oh, actually, this park is really beautiful and it adds a lot of value to the community. And so he decides that this is the stand that he's going to make. He's not going to put up a, a prison. And then... Basically, like, Joe and her yeah. get together in the end? She lives in a penthouse, apparently. Oh, lot, yeah. Well, she's got a lot of family money. She ain't making money working at that call center. That's that, true. That, that's her job is to take I... complaints. Oh, God. Joe is hanging out in the bathtub. A little cockroach comes in on a little boat, sails mm-hmm. in through his legs. Splish, splash, <laughs> I was taking a bath. They have a fun conversation. The cockroaches and Joe are going to live together in that apartment, I guess. Yeah. And, How's uh, a girl going to feel about that? I think she's okay with it. Wasn't she traumatized with the first situation? I think she knows that they're, something's fishy. And that yeah. these cockroaches are, are friends of hers or his. Hmm. Yeah. And maybe, well, he doesn't have any other real friends, yeah. so it makes sense. And they bing bong on the floor of the penthouse and cockroaches are doing a bunch of fun dancing things around them. Yeah. And that's how the movie ends. <laughs> so she's just, she, she inherited wealth, basically. Yes. That's why she's living in this penthouse. Her dad's paying for it. Yeah. Is what they're implying. Because why? She, you can't live in no. that at a call center. No, 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 no. She didn't even like her job either. Yeah. Yeah. It. I mean, I guess Joe. Joe ends up in a better place in the long run. Yeah. He upgrades. Like, I, his goals he's, were. He's got a nicer apartment. He I didn't guess have huge goal. goals in this movie. Was his goal just to have a nice apartment? Because I guess he got it at the <laughs> end of it. He got the girl and he got the apartment. I mean, he moved to New York without a plan, and by the end, he had a girl and a place and cockroach friends. Mm-hmm. So, win, win, win. Yeah. Everyone else kind of loses. I guess the cockroaches are an upgrade. Peppa's in this film. Uh, salt and Peppa. Oh, Salt and Peppa. Peppa. <laughs> Peppa's the girl's best friend. Yeah, she, she. Yeah, MTV. Yeah, we were watching it, and roommate Andy, because there's not enough Andys in this world, totally yep. different Andy from the podcast. Yep, third Andy. Just says, is that Peppa? And he was right. <laughs> and he was right. I, yeah. He must have been listening to a lot of Salt and Peppa. Maybe. Maybe he had an album that had her on it. It was fun having, like, musicians try to be actors. The yeah, crossover maybe, ones. maybe that artist guy was someone that we didn't recognize. Oh, it could be. Yeah, we didn't even think about that. He's from. Uh, Soundgarden or something? Yeah. The Verve Pipe? (laughs) (laughs) Is there another band called The Verve? Yeah, there is. (laughs) One of those. He's got to be, yeah, something. We didn't Google it. We don't need to. No. There was like no trivia for this movie. No, it was like, it was made off a short film. Yeah. First time TV film. And it had a short life. That was it. (laughs) I liked it. Yeah, I don't have I don't have much else for Joe's apartment. Wrap, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Um, with a song. 
Funky towel. Yeah. Tumblr's got the funk. What are they saying exactly? Funky towels? towels. Yeah. Towels have got the funk. Okay. Funky towels. There's a funky towel in the apartment. Yeah. Funky towels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you play that song right here? No. I played it earlier. Oh, can you play it again right here? Yeah. Okay. Great. Thanks for joining us in that episode. The next movie we remember has the tagline, Because life is too beautiful a thing to waste. Join us as we remember Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Tom! What's the matter? For Christ's sake, look at him, honey. Ferris? He doesn't have a fever, but he says his stomach hurts and he's seeing spots. I'm fine. I get up. No. No. Annie, you're not going to school like this now. What's this? What's his problem? He doesn't feel well. That's it. I want out of this family. All if you need is. They bought it. Oh, baby, I like it. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Bueller. Bueller. Grace! Bueller. 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 Ferris Bueller. What is so dangerous about a character like Ferris Bueller is he gives good kids bad ideas. Let's surrender. What are we going to do? The question isn't what are we going to do. The question is what aren't we going to do. They have got to catch him this time to show these kids that the example he sets is a first-class ticket to nowhere. Oh, Dad, you sounded like Dirty Harry just then. Thanks, Grace. Somebody you should talk to. If you say Ferris Bueller, you lose a testicle. Oh, you know him.